We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Rodney, the secondary in the Super Bowl, what'd you make of it? Yeah, I thought the secondary played well. I mean, outside of those, you know, those two plays in, in the red zone, you would say, uh, I thought they held up uh, pretty well. I, I mean, me personally, if I'm the coordinator, I'll, I'm also putting them more in probably man-to-man situations, you know, to be able to put some pressure on Mahomes, be able to play tighter coverage. I mean, you, you like your matchups when you have Slay, Bradbury, uh, Garner, Johnson, and Devontae. I mean, you have everybody in, in Fs over the top. So uh, I thought they played, you know, fairly well. Of course, you know, Fs gave up the one touchdown. Um, that happens. Kelsey's the best tight end that you know in the league. And, and is that probably... a is that a Gannon mistake? Richie said right away, there's no way Fs should be defending Kelsey, and that that's a Schematic mistake by the defensive coordinator. Do you agree with him? Because of the short motion. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I mean, I feel like you know, Epps has done well in coverage, but uh, you know, I would say on that on that play, you know, for him when he tried to jam him, you know, that's where the separation was created. You know, initially the, the physicality of Kelsey, and then you know, at that point, double move, you're kind of behind. So I think for the majority of the game, secondary did well. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Charlie right now in Orland. What's up, Charlie? Hey, like Al Morgani would say, hello, everybody. Hey, Charlie. Uh, two Eagles points. I mean, I'm sorry, two Phillies points. Yes. Uh, the last person person to call and wanted to get rid of Reese Hopkins, he's not going anywhere. If they were going to do anything with him, they would have done something with him in the offseason. Agreed. Yes. Although it is notable he hasn't been signed to an extension. I think he's going to play this year out. And if I had to guess, he won't be here after this season, but obviously it's to be determined. He's, he's here this year. And uh, and we got to get somebody to replace Harper as a DH. I know everybody says, well, we can put Schwarber in or Castellanos in there, but who's going to play the outfield? Well, listen, first of off, you could outfield. do the Derek Hall thing again. I mean, it's an option. Um, listen, it's amazing. Charlie, I think there is a false sense of security about Bryce Harper missing three months because the Phillies excelled so much last year in the two or so months he was out. And because they added Turner, I think. And because they added Turner. You're right, James. But listen, this is a this is a problem. I mean, you know, the, the third wild card helps, obviously. I hate the third wild card, but it does help. You're probably going to have about eight teams again this year trying to make the playoffs, and you've got to be one of those top six. But, John, not having Bryce Harper for three months or so I mean, we shouldn't be just glossing well, we over. Know. We don't even know that when he gets back, he'll be able to no. be in the outfield. Well, we don't think he will be initially. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, give me It'll a big September. give me a big answer for a great villain, uh, Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil, you got it. That is a good answer. Speaking of answers, the answer from the Philly skipper Rob Thompson about the loss spot. Rob Thompson said about now and bet on pro and college hoops hockey mma and so much more the bet park sportsbook and casino app has you covered get odds bets slots and games right in the palm of your hand it's safe secure and easy to use the official sportsbook for the real philly sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that i recommend 
Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game. Bet on player points, assists, and rebounds. And check out our pro basketball team this Thursday. We're four-point favorites hosting Memphis, minus 175 on the money line. Join me now. New users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app and start playing instantly with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. See betparks.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambling. All right, Joe to Camera, John Ritchie. We got Seltzer here, Ray, Roddy McLeod. And uh, if this is your first chance listening to the new morning show, welcome. We appreciate you checking us out. And I uh, hope, uh, hope you like what you hear and ho- hopefully uh, stick with us for, for many years to come. Now, look, all this Eagles talk is great. I mean, it's tough. It's tough talking about a Super Bowl loss and all the implications. But it is nice to know we've got another baseball season up ahead. I mean, John, you know how much, and Seltzer, you know how much in the midday show. I mean, we were heavy on baseball when the time called for it, and certainly that'll be soon. So just kind of sprinkling it in a little bit for now. Rob Thompson has gone on the record on the, yo, who's the leadoff hitter? Because, you know, Schwerber did it. John, there's been talking about how comfortable he is doing it. He likes it. But you got this Trey Turner guy, one of the best players in baseball, the question was asked to Rob Thompson. Here's what he said. Where would you like to see Trey back for your ball club? Well, you know, it all depends when Harp gets back. But before Harp gets back, I think we're probably going to have him in the leadoff spot. Because he's, you know, he's high on base. High slug, too. But high on base. And, you know, and, uh, we need that. And, and that gives you more of a chance to have, have somebody on base when Schwarber gets up. And, and, and Hoskins and JT. So I think that's probably where we're leaning right now. Uh, so, James, you know the second most baseball around here, obviously, behind only the hammer. Uh, for those that don't know, Seltzer's like a baseball. Uh, savant. Savant. An aficionado. Uh, James, he had an interesting caveat in his answer. Essentially, it's Trey Turner while Harper's out. Does that mean it might not be Trey Turner when Harper's back? I thought that was a really strange thing to say. You know, Harper's not leading off, right? So so what is that? Like, what's change? the reason? I mean, it could be a righty-lefty thing he's saying, so have a, another lefty in the middle of the lineup, and then maybe he wants Schwarber one and Harper three yeah. and Turner in between them, potentially, is the I mean, only how about kind of Harper, thing I can... How about Harper two, Schwarber four? I love that. I, John, you know, I've been saying this for a while now. I mean, Bryce Harper gets on base the most. Yeah. Bat him second. It's a combination of driving in runs, but also being a table setter. Sure. I, I don't. I, to me, that's the balance I would like to see. Now, of course, you got to figure out who's three. So, James, in that scenario, three is JT uh, or or Reese. Yeah, or probably. Reese. Yeah, someone like that. One of those guys. By the way, speaking of Trey Turner, he also has commented. Uh, and again, it's just good to mix in a little baseball here. I mean, people are obviously jazzed for the coming season. Trey Turner talked about sort of for him what what he likes in his mindset. Here's what he said. How happy are you in that leadoff spot, or, or is that where you're most comfortable? Yeah, I think, you know, I, that's where I was most comfortable my whole life and, and, and early on in my career for sure. But uh, the last few years, I've definitely moved around a lot and got more comfortable with, you know, two and three. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, leadoff helps me um, kind of be a more dangerous player, use my speed a little bit more and help the team out a little bit. Um, you know, I talk about scoring runs, and I don't care how you score them, whether it's, you know, stolen bases or doubles, homers, whatever it is. But it's about scoring runs, and I think, uh, you know, being in the leadoff spot, that's my job, scoring runs, and that's what, uh, that's what I'm going to try to do. Trey Turner, you're probably the leadoff guy. You can hear his mindset there. And, of course, that audio courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia and John Clark, as you probably recognize his voice. I will say this. As much as it's nice to talk baseball, guys, to me, it feels comparatively small after just talking about and we'll continue to talk about a Super Bowl loss. Like, who's going to bat leadoff April 1st? Really? 
You'll care on April 1st. I will, but... <laughs> Come man, on, Joe. It's daggers, Ree. It's in the heart. I mean, the Eagles... I feel had the a... same way. I feel the same way. Like, I, I've not gotten my emotional ability to, to be happy about sports. It's not there yet. It's just not. And the fact the Sixers aren't even playing for a while doesn't help. And when the Flyers play, it's essentially irrelevant because they're, they got almost no shot and to make the will playoffs. you be surprised when, you know, Joel Embiid sits out on Thursday with left foot soreness? Boy, Aww. you're going to be crowing if he does, Ray. It cannot happen. You will be crowing. Okay. It, it can happen. It, it happens frequently. Yeah. <laughs> you really think it's going to happen? I, I don't. I absolutely don't believe. Okay. I mean, Joel understands. <laughs> That'd be a bad He's luck. a gamer, that guy. I know. I know. I know, Rodney, I'll tell you this. Mahomes playing, man. That what was, he did. That was yeah. awesome. Because one of my arguments for playing Joel, there was some talk, you know, should Joel play in the All-Star game? And uh, we'll, we'll see come playoff time whether Joel can answer the bell. But, Rodney, I thought what Patrick Mahomes did, you talk about answering the bell, man. Mm-hmm. I thought when he got hurt in that divisional round game, it wasn't that I thought he was done. I thought they were basically done yeah. because he would be hampered to the point where he just wasn't going to be able to do it against quality teams. Yeah. I, I, I was so amazed and impressed. Two weeks. Two weeks of, of recovery. But he did it twice. Yeah. I mean, for, he actually did yeah. it three times. He did it in the divisional game yeah. after sitting out most of the second quarter. Yep. He did it in, in a game, obviously, against uh, was the, the, the Bengals. Yep. And they did it against the Eagles, man. I mean, that's three times. It's impressive, too, when you think about, you know, one thing that they ex- uh, really expressed was the the time of possession that the Chiefs weren't on the field, right? And you have to think about when he went down, right, he re-aggravated the ankle injury, and he's sitting it. for so long. And the halftime is an yeah. additional, you know what I'm saying, a lot longer than what it normally is. And then to come back out and just have a, man, second half of his life i couldn't understand that i could not i was positive at the end of that first half when he went down and he was you know very clearly re-injured yeah i I thought there was no way he could come out in the second half it was amazing and move around yeah and he looked better in the second half what did they do to that ankle rodney at (laughs) halftime come on tell us if you only knew (laughs) (laughs) that's what we want to know and see, I'm telling you, I'm, if I'm Doc Rivers, I am showing Joel Embiid in April, May, and June over and over again that stuff. Patrick Mahomes gotten through it because that's what we as a town need the big guy to be able to do. If 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 the if the situation warrants it, he's got to fight through it come April, May, and June. Let's go to Ken and Cinnamons and hi, Ken. Good morning, friends. Welcome to the morning show. It's great to hear you. Thanks, Ken. Hey, Joe, uh, great piece in the Inquirer this morning, by the way. It was really, uh, really interesting insight into into what makes Joe, Joe. Uh, Thank you. But I have to say, the entire time I was reading it, all I could think to myself was, he's been wearing that salmon-colored quarter zip. <laughs> yeah, he switched it up. Well, eventually, but that was day three, and that's what was captured in the Inquirer. So. <laughs> so you're home, no one will know I wore it when they see the picture. Yeah. No one will know it was three days in a row. Looks. All right with it. Could be, could be why you're the only one in the pictures, Joe. Nobody's really. Well, I got to tell you, there's that one picture of Richie, and I don't know if he's seen it, but if I'm John, I'm not happy with it. I, I think the I think they put up a, an unfair photo of John. I didn't see it. Hey, John, when you're facing the other direction, you're going the other way. Remember out out there in the other room and oh, and uh, you <laughs> I remember taking it. I, I did not see it. No, but I listen. I I appreciate that the Inquirer, you know, featured us, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, there's there's a lot in that story, obviously. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, so I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but I am at peace with what happened last. I'm not happy, but I am at peace with the outcome 
for, for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, all year long we've talked about how the Eagles offense puts, puts a defense in a position where it's really hard to be right. And, and what you saw Andy Reid do to the Eagles defense on Sunday in the second half was turn the tables on the Eagles and put the defense in a position where it was really hard to be right. I mean, they were in max protect. I think I read a stat this last week. They ran 52 plays, I think it was. They were in max protect for half of them. Wow. Um, so, you know, the, the, and, and running two-man routes. You know, the, the, two, the two touchdowns on the orbit motion, they obviously repped the hell out of that for, for the entire time leading up to the Super Bowl because they had picked up a tendency on tape for the Eagles, mm-hmm. Eagles secondary. And they saved it till the fourth quarter, which is, you know, it's, it's, that's the knockout punch right there. I know the kick decided the game, but those two touchdowns were the knockout punch, and, and Andy had those in his back pocket. Until and Ken, it the, the most. Well, you're right, and the fact that he hadn't run it since the first game of the season was just such great coaching, man. It really was. I mean, you know, you just have to some point. Some point, you just have to tip your cap and uh, and say, you know, we're going to be a really good team next year. The NFC still stinks. The Giants are getting ready to pay Daniel Jones thirty-five million dollars a year. <laughs> More than that. Uh, so, so, so things things are are shaping up nicely for the Eagles for next year, and I'm looking forward to see Joe walking around Citizens Bank Park on opening day in his Phillies uniform. Hey, it's coming up. You know, I'll be there. Ken, give me a great answer for a villain. Ernst Stavro Blofeld from James Bond. All right, you got it, Ken. Appreciate that call. Let's go to Joe in Mayfair. Joe, you're on WIP. I'm still waiting for my phone to ring, Mr. DeCamera. I really appreciate the phone call over the weekend. No, I, I, I called you. No, you did not. No, I. well, I, I will tell you this. I'll pull out my piece of paper, but I can tell you that I thought I called you, and I'll tell you what I think happened with the phone call. Uh, so for those that don't know, um, I, I talked about – I left you a voicemail according to my notes, Joe. So for those that don't know, I made a point. I really wanted to call our prominent callers from the Midday Show, and I ended up calling 83 different people, although although Joe from Mayfair is telling me I only called 82. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Joe, I have in my notes I left you a voicemail. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe I had the wrong phone number. We'll look into that, but please know that we really appreciate you from all your calls, man. And, I know. I'm just busting your chops. Yeah. Good morning, Rhea. I have always listened to the morning show but never called in. Hey, Joe, thank you. the curse of a lot of people. Uh, I love listening to it, so thank you for all you've done all those years in the morning show. And now I'm happy that I can call these guys in the morning and you and uh, Mr. McLeod. Uh, with the Phillies, real quick, guys, I think Sosa's going to play a lot in the field, so you're going to see him moving around third, short, and second, giving those guys a shot at DH to give some guys some rest, especially Bo maybe DH a little bit, because um, he has a great glove, and he does have a, a bat when he comes off the bench. Um, Rhea, I agree with you 100%. Embiid is been overlooked in our city because we had Brett Brown and Ben Simmons taking all the abuse, and I think he's very weak. I don't think he's a winner. Joe, I don't know what you see. I think they're a first-round exit. I never will trust him at all. And Playing in the, in the All-Star game, 28 minutes just shows you where his head's at, and if he tells you he loves, loves the Sixers. Oh, hold on, Joe. To, to, like to be, we have to see the aftermath. Yeah, you do. And, Joe, to be fair, I mean, he's he's having a magnificent season. He's a top-two guy for him. season, correct. Listen, Joe, I'm not I'm not telling you I trust you well in the playoffs as of this moment. I'm not telling you I feel great about their title chances, but they got a shot. I mean, you know. They have it's, no shot. That's correct. They have no shot. I disagree. <laughs> No, More negative no than me. Hey, Rodney, welcome to WIP. <laughs> Listen, a, 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 a team with, like, the third-best record in the conference has no shot. Joe, yeah. you know they're too slow, and they don't play half-court defense. Well, and their half-court offense is stagnant. Listen, the they're, Joe, they're fl- they, every year. Joe, they are flawed. But, 
Boston, I don't think is exceptional. Milwaukee, they got their issues, plus the Greek Freak's now injured. I, you know, I mean, come on. it's Greek Freak only played 20 seconds minutes, in the All-Star I know, game. I know. In the last five minutes of a game, other teams have multiple players that can create space for themselves to get the ball to the basket. We don't. We're too slow. So forget the Sixers. Phillies are our best shot. I'm still pissed for the Super Bowl still, and uh, lots of reasons for that. But I am going to give you a villain, yep. and I'm keeping it home. And it's for multiple reasons. Comcast Spectacore <laughs> is a joke on business purposes and the ownership of the Philadelphia Flyers taking an amazing franchise when Ed Snyder owned it and turned it into the laughing stock not only of the NHL but Philadelphia where we don't care anything about this team. You know, it does make the organization, Joe, appreciate the call, it does make the company look bad. I mean, it just does because they have done an abysmal job running the Flyers. And talk about out of touch. They are as out of touch with the marketplace right now as any prominent team has been probably in my lifetime as a Philadelphia sports fan. And it's a shame. I mean, we said, James, I think it was last year we said on the air, the quote, the Flyers have died. Yeah, that's a strong quote. I mean, Rhea, you know what a big deal they were. Oh, my God. Remember the the block parties we used to have outside before Huge. playoff games? Huge. I mean, insane. I used to pay a, a friend had season tickets behind, um, you know, one of the goalies. I used to pay for seats there, and they were cheap. Like, I would buy, like, a 20-game yeah. package or whatever. I wouldn't do it now. It's sad. No. It's it's really pathetic. I, John, I don't know what's died more. The Flyers... Heavyweight boxing, the Olympics, or college basketball hasn't died, but it's mm. diminished. But, man, there are some things that have gone downhill in the Flyers. It's a shame. I mean, I love the Flyers, but they got to get their act together. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.